If you want to listen to real stories about today's most popular celebrities and influencers, I have your number one source, and it's our Hollywire podcast, Behind the Fame. What's going on, everyone? I'm Tony Morris, creator, host, and CEO of Hollywood's most talked about celebrity news outlet of all time, Holly Wire. Holly Wire's Behind the Fame podcast reveals juicy celebrity relationship stories, tips and advice on how to be a true influencer in the positives and negatives of being in the limelight. I've interviewed stars like Post Malone, Billie Eilish, and Ariana Grande before anyone else even knew who they were. My co-host Jana Rosenberg and I pride ourselves on knowing who the next big household name is before anyone else does. Once you listen to Behind the Fame, you'll laugh, you'll cry, and you'll even feel like you're actually part of the conversation. Hollywire Behind the Fame. Catch new episodes every week. Available anywhere you download your podcasts. May the fail be with you. I'm Rebecca Lee. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. Star Wars Holiday Special, starring Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, Harrison Ford as Han Solo, Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia, with Anthony Daniels as C-3PO, Peter Mayhew as Chewbacca, R2-D2 as R2-D2. And James Earl Jones as the voice of Darth Vader. Introducing Chewbacca's family. His wife, Mala. His father, Itchy. His son, Lumpy. With special guest stars, Beatrice Arthur, Art Carney, Diane Carroll, The Jefferson Starship, Harvey Corman, and an animated Star Wars story on the Star Wars Holiday Special. It's not too early for Christmas-related no. content. No. Kidding me? We're too late, if anything. What is it, March? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing. Listen, nothing ever goes wrong on Christmas. Nope. And Not allowed. Nothing ever goes wrong in the world of Star Wars. No. Never. Not what allowed. If, what if both happened <laughs> at the same time? <sighs> I was reminded from my brother, who's a huge, huge Star Wars fan. He has great working knowledge of it. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know if you understand this, but on Disney Plus, there's a show called The Mandalorian. The blah, 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 blah. Yeah. If there's not a white man who can't sit me down and explain to me The Mandalorian, then I am at a loss. Well, I can't because I haven't watched it. (laughs) Yeah. I I probably will watch it. I don't necessarily like care too much, Mm -hmm. but my brother's watched it. And Mm -hmm. what happened is it's reignited the 
Disney Christmas special of mm-hmm. 1978 that was aired sure. only once. Just one time. You get one. And then buried. Yeah. By everybody. Hell yeah. Nobody wanted it out. It wasn't like a, like, oh no, but you know what? This No, mm-hmm. everyone was like, no. This is an abomination. Which is interesting because I think the idea itself is really appealing. Like a Christmas theme with Conceptually, all your favorite Star Wars characters? Sounds amazing. In in concept, it you're like, how how bad can it be? It's got to be on a personal level. No, it is. I mean, I think I, I read like a Reddit comic. I'd like to see what the conversation is. Somebody was like, there was just a big mound of cocaine. And then this happened. I feel like so many things just start with a mountain of cocaine. In this, watch, I mean, just watching it again. <laughs> I remember like as a kid kind of, but I wasn't like losing my mind over it. Mm-hmm. But I did have to watch it just like if they were on yeah. like, the Muppets or wh- whatever or yeah. wherever you found Star Wars. And, they, you know, and bridging the gap between uh, A New Hope mm-hmm. and Empire Strikes Back, which arguably yeah. Empire is the best of them, depending on who you ask. But yeah. argumentative, you know, generally speaking. They had this like are, horrific stepchild. In between to be like, well, listen, we got to, the idea of, you know, we have to, we got to keep people interested, ride mm-hmm. the wave, cash yeah. in, yeah. get sponsors. It kind of reminds me a little of the movie Boondock Saints. And the first one went really well. Mm-hmm. The director was, you know, everyone was, you know, kind of blowing up his ego. And it was a huge disaster. I think there's a documentary on how he, this dude blew his career. He was oh. so kind of in love with himself. And when they made the God. sequel to it, nobody cared. And any other movie they made, nobody cared. And I think even though Star Wars has gone on to be rel- relatively... Uh, with a few bumps and bruises, has done very well. Yeah, I mean, Star Wars, you can't... You It feels like it's an ironclad franchise. But when, you know, A New Hope comes out, mm-hmm. everyone, you know, loses their mind. Yeah. I saw it in theaters Ooh. as a kid. That's oh how God. old I am. I Jason know. is old. He is old. But we could be telling the story of the movie Star Wars and how this Christmas special tanked it. We yeah. could be telling that story. Yeah. You don't know. They're, in another dimension... Like this again. What do they expect? What actually happened? I I love stuff like this. I love when it's like people's egos, and they're like, "We're gonna make some money, and we're gonna make some crazy shit." Everyone loves us. Oh my god! They need more in this weird. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a vanity project in in so many ways where they think that like, oh, people are let's you know what Mm -hmm. the world of Star Wars. Yeah, like we've told that story, but let's like really blow it out. Yeah, or do you did you ever watch? I didn't, but I was talking about this with some coworkers. The David and Goliath, that was like an animated Christian. We're yes, Jews. It, they are. It's like a claymation yes. thing. Yes, I've had yes. seen it. So one of my boss actually loved that, and he was like, and we he was looking through it, and he's and they made a Christmas special, and the Christmas special was David and Goliath, Snowboard City. Like it was just like what this thing from the and they're like snowboard is a big '90s thing, and it was like. Horror! It was insane. It was a, a dog, a boy, and his dog. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's like so, light Christian hand. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, Star Wars has gone on to do really well, but The Mandalorian makes mm-hmm. for the first time in a big way a reference that goes back to this it's Christmas special. Really? Yeah. Wait. So yeah. have you seen The Mandalorian? No, but my brother told me. I don't want to give anything away. I'm not going to say what it mm-hmm. is. But there's things in the Mandalorian that are like Easter eggs that mm-hmm. kind of casually, quickly mention the plot. Hmm. 
of it. So it's kind of reignited. I'm sure for movie files and, and Star Wars fans, it, it's yeah. still old news. But for if you're white man, DM us uh, Ghost on Pod. Please explain the Mandalorian to me. I am dying to know. So here's the info on the Star Wars holiday special, which aired just once on CBS on the night of Friday, November 17th, 1978. Something being only aired once and then shelved forever is fascinating to me. You know what also that reminds me of? Are you watching The Crown? No. Where they, they, we just, I watched the episode um, where they did the special on the Royal Family and it only aired once on BBC and everyone was like, that is the most boring, lame shit I've ever seen. And they were like incredibly embarrassed. Oh, I love that. Ugh, it's great. It makes you want to see it more. Yeah, it does. It makes you want to really delve in. So, like I, like I said, and they wanted something to kind of bridge the gap between Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. And George Lucas had very little input in mm-hmm. this. And that doesn't necessarily make it better or worse so far. Mm-hmm. But he he did want to make something exclusively with Wookiees, like a yeah. Chewbacca world. And that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, again, it all makes sense intellectually. On paper, if you were like, Star Wars special, great. A lot of Wookiees. It'll be fun. It'll Kids be are going to love it. I get it. I'm on board. I don't know who would be interested in this unless you're extremely addicted to drugs. (laughs) Like this would make the drugs themselves be like, no. Yeah. The drugs are like, I'm going clean. (laughs) Yeah. I'm done. (laughs) So the, the loosely, the plot is that Chewbacca and Han Solo, they go to visit the land of the Mm Wookiees to celebrate life day. So it had, uh, Elements of the story, mm-hmm. but intercut would be cartoons, which are kind of cool because they're very again. This all sounds so very cool. Seventies, the cartoon parts. They're we- it's just so intercut, so weird. There's music. Mm-hmm. There's some rock music. What? Like one of the like Wookiees listen to rock music. But like an Imperial guard, an Imperial guard will just be looking to a thing. He's like, oh, Jefferson Starship's rocking out. <laughs> In a keyhole? That's very 70s. Yeah, like, it's, Stormtrooper, like, look through the keyhole. It's a Jefferson airplane. No, everything was a, like, kind of like looking into a screen. There was actually one scene where uh, 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 Chew, I don't know if it's Chewbacca's <laughs> cousin or his wife. But I love she's, an off-brand <laughs> Chewbacca. <laughs> she's cooking, but she's cooking watching a, a cooking tutorial like somebody would do on YouTube. What? Yeah, so it's a little, that part is a little wow, bit. Wow, the prophecy uh, is complete. Yes, so there's a little, you know, kind of foreshadowing of what the future might be. I thought that was really, like almost like a vlog. Like, hey, all right, so. So weird. Like a Julia Child type yeah, thing. Yeah, let me but, guess, it was a woman, a woman Chewbacca, or whatever woman Chewbacca would be like, a big bow in her hair and like lipstick on her little like, Chewbacca lips. The thing starts out <laughs> where it's a, I don't know who it is, if it's a place. There's a, a, I'm going to say a Wookiee dad, a Wookiee mom, and the yeah, kid. a Wookiee family and the, unit. And they're playing with Star Wars toys. Yes, So yes. they're playing with the The thing, worlds are folding. But to hear the sound, oh. it's just like... <laughs> and then, this goes on for like 10 minutes. This is the like kid Inception is style going... Mind fuckery. <laughs> and then... The grumpy the old dad. One. First of all, everyone does a Wookiee impression. That is the worst one I've yeah. ever heard. Yeah, uh, the the the, the Wookiee dad's really curmudgeonly, and he's like, yeah, he's like and then the mom is like, work. and I don't know who's more mad. And you could tell they're kind of conversing, but they do, and that goes on for like a solid ten. This thing is like an hour and forty minutes long, by the way. Diane Carroll singing, mm-hmm. doing her disco. I mean, there's oh. 
Yeah, yeah. They're like, gymnasts. who? What celebrities can we get of this era? I'm sure. Good ones. Yeah. Basically, like like a like a Carol Burnett show type, like yeah. quality variety. I mean, again, it still sounds great, but I've seen it and I know it's horrible. Diane Carroll appears as a hologram, mm-hmm. sexual fantasy for Chewbacca's father. <laughs> How much cocaine? Give, give that guy some time alone with his hologram. Give Chewbacca's dad some time to do a little Chewbacca-ing. He likes African-American women, <laughs> which is progressive. He's an animal. <laughs> Who's he's to say? He's not even an animal. He's a, a furry space creature. So you're not invited to life, though. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, Jefferson Airplane. I mean, they are. They are. Their keyboard just turns to drugs. Like, you know what I mean? The song isn't actually that bad. This is like at the tail end of like <laughs> Jefferson Starship going yeah. into Starship a couple of okay. years later. So I kind of follow that. Mm-hmm. But it's a pretty decent like song. I mean, it's not bad on its own. Mm-hmm. They perform the song Light the Sky on Fire. So they're kind of like in some kind of virtual. Everything's like a 3D virtual yeah. reality. It um, also reminds me of the, there was this museum in Wisconsin Dells about four hours from where I grew up called Tommy Bartlett's Robot World. Oh. <laughs> and it was like, you know, the thing that you put your hands on and your okay. hair goes up and it has like robots and aliens. Oh. They were all made out of like weird, like spray painted cardboard. Like this is what the special reminds me of where it's like, I don't know everything you want, right? Look at all this garbage shit. It is. It's like over, it's like, well, kind of, they threw money at yeah garbage and they're like, no more. Yeah. The Jefferson Starship song was called, and this is what was in production, mm-hmm. Cigar-Shaped Object, mm-hmm. parentheses, Vanished Without a Trace. What is anyone, love what it. is going yep, on? Yep, yep, uh, The executives got, were like, more. Yeah, they love, well, listen, they just see those like, Star Wars dollars. Three days. The, the, you know, the, I think it was Kenner, mm-hmm. or Hasbro, I think it was Kenner that made the, the, the merchandising was mm-hmm. amazing. yeah. But they were like, hey, listen, any people just want more of this. It's yeah. already great. They're like, get me Chewbacca and a bed full of money and give me one night. We have Harvey Corman. Yeah. Great. I mean, like, you know, really good quality. Uh, B. Arthur. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Art Carney. Yeah. I mean, honeymooners. Like- <laughs> is like, he's like a, he's like a Han Solo type oh, dude, but he's I like 85. It. I love- <laughs> cool. I mean, cool as hell, but. Oh, B. Arthur is a singing cantina bartender. Of course she is. George Lucas is like, I, it's like the bane of his existence. Mm -hmm. He told Empire Magazine in 1999 that he was talked into doing it by Fox Studios. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess the talking involved probably a briefcase, one with drugs, one with money. That's what everyone has talked into doing everything. No one's, no one's really like, I don't know what this is. I'll just do it. Everyone, like, that's not an excuse. That's what happens with every production ever. Well, if it went well. It'd be a different conversation. Yeah, exactly. The legend has it that Lucas told someone, he was at a Star Wars convention, and he said, if I had the time and a sledgehammer, I would Mm -hmm. track down every copy of that show and smash it. And Harrison Ford says, I've never watched it. Mm -hmm. They really distanced themselves from that. Carrie Fisher made George Lucas give her a copy of it, and when she would have parties and wanted the party to be over, she put it on as an indicator (laughs) as this party is over and I want to People think. like, let's keep doing drugs and keep watching this. I love that though. Yeah. There's, uh, thanks to the Daily Beast and Reddit. There's actually, I mean, Cara Fisher's great. You know, yeah. She's, she's again, a huge, super sense of talented. Humor, yeah. Really cool. like self aware. Just cool. Like a mm-hmm. cool person. But somebody, you know, I was, I'm looking around on Reddit. I just think like what the conversation is. Mm-hmm. There's a photo that, you know, her, she has one long nail. 
like a Coke nail, mm-hmm. and you could see it clear as day in Star Wars. Oh my God. Of course she, I mean, she, as we know, she has struggled with different types of drug abuses, but she always has a sense of humor about it. She's uh, always very honest and open about her struggle. You know what's drug free though? What? Patreon.com slash ghost town pod. You will Is not it? find. There's no nary a drug on it? No, it's drug, totally really? drug free. Yeah. It's uh, totally two, two, really? two, two, Clean and sober bonus episodes a month. Yeah, I know. We keep it clean over there, yeah. Rebecca. Clean, clean, clean and tidy. <laughs> I don't like it. I know. Well, we have any fun on Patreon? Can't we? Mm-hmm. You know what? We can. We can have good, clean, sober fun, and you can too. Patreon.com just goes down. Pod. Pod. If you like weird and strange history as much as I do, then I have the podcast for you. I'm Jason Horton, host of Strange Year. Each episode, I break down the strange history and cultural happenings during that year, like 1977, the Wow Signal, 1963, Three Tramps Theory, 1844, the Millerite Movement, 1997, the Phoenix Lights, 1896, the Shortest War, 2004, Benjamin Kyle, 1518, the Dancing Plague, 1985, the Move Bombing, 1972, Remote Viewing. So to get your weekly weird history fix, pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to strange year wherever you listen to podcasts guys i'll make this quick so you can get back to your murder podcast or whatever you're listening to i'm drama from group chat the number one podcast in the world We make cool people smarter and smart people cooler. Seriously. Our topics range from Kim Kardashian to Jeff Bezos to Donald Trump and everything in between. If you want to be entertained and educated, check us out right now in the podcast app. Just search group chat. By the way, the ex-boyfriend isn't the killer. It's her best friend who is. Sorry for ruining that. But now that you have a little bit more time, give us a listen.